Most entrepreneurs waste an insane amount of time trying to build their business. They are online 24-7, sacrificing their private life and burning out in the process. This is going to end right now. Welcome to the Content Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Virginia Reassis. I'm a serial entrepreneur, copywriter, business coach, and recovered workaholic. I know what it takes to go from burnt out and overwhelmed to building a six-figure business, posting only once a week and working less than five hours per day. My secret? Cutting out all the crap that doesn't move the needle forward in your business and producing content that actually attracts clients and gets you paid while living your best life. Want to create a business and a life you love? Sit back, relax, and let your content do the work for you. Hello, hello, my friend, and welcome to another episode on the Con Launch Podcast. Hold on to your sets because today we are talking about the entire last year that I went through, and I wouldn't be surprised if you are biting your nails and holding on to your panties. And like, this episode is going to feel like a true crime episode. There's going to be ups and downs and lefts and rights and all of the feelings because holy heck, my last year, like, I, 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 I yeah, I stuttered because I can't even put it into words. I cannot even put it into words. So fast forward, no, fast backward to February 2022. It's February 26th, and I launched a brand new Instagram account and decided to start over from scratch. Now, in this post, it's the very first post on my feed of my Virginia underscore DSC's Instagram account. You can scroll all the way back. I've already broken down the reasons why I started a brand new Instagram account. And brief summary, when I was pregnant with baby E, I followed some advices from coaches about like, oh, yeah, you know, when you're postpartum, like growing your audience is really hard and cold outreach and all of these things. So I dabbled my toes into some unaligned strategies with my old account, including the hiring of like someone to maintain the account and grow it while I was like postpartum. They did that for a three month and in or two months, no, three months, it was a three month contract. And I was like, yeah, we're going to give this a shot. It came recommended. And truly what happened is they damaged my account, my old account. And so my reach was super low. I knew it was my content because the 200 or 300 people who actually saw my stuff were super, super engaged in buying. But the problem was like, it didn't matter where my account was or what I posted about. Like my posts would only reach like 200 to 300 people. And with my new account now, I'm now I have about the same number of followers than my damaged account when I abandoned it, and I reach about two to three thousand people. So this is what a healthy account should look like when you're getting super super low engagement and like pretty much no reach. That's when you know your account is damaged. And in those cases, yes, it may make sense to start a new account and start from scratch. Now, mind you, if you make that decision, be ready for a goddamn emotional roller coaster that's off the freaking charts. It was a lot. It was a lot to start over. And there were many, many times and many, many moments where I regretted that decision 
but also follow through because that's who I am. I follow through on things that I decide and plans that I make. So on February 26th, pretty much exactly a year ago today, the date of the recording is February 27th. I launched my brand new account and I sent out an email telling my 200 people on my email list that I'm starting a brand new Instagram account. And I started the day off with about 90 or 100 followers. So that already showed me like, okay, most people who were on my old account, I think 2,500 people or something like that, were not actually engaged or interested in what I did. Like they were just random people there. And the people who were interested were not interested enough to follow me to a new account. So it was a good idea to start over. So I did that and I was posting quite a bit in the first like two, three weeks because I wanted to like kickstart the posting. Now with this change of accounts, I also had the biggest income dip in a very long time in February. And I think it was a 9.5k month, mostly just based on a recurring income from my existing client base and not a single new sale. So that is also what prompted my decision to change to my new account. I had the biggest income dip in February. And also, I did not make it mean that people hate me, that I'm sucked or my business is going to fail. I didn't go down that downward spiral of like, oh my god, I have this big income dip and everything's falling apart and the world is going down and Pandora's box is opened and nobody is going to love me and I'm going to be abandoned and so on and so forth. I didn't make it mean anything about the future of my business. Now, it had a lot of feels. Yes, I did. I did. And also, I decided this doesn't get to define the outcome of my story. So, even though I had this huge income dip, I did anchor in that knowledge that I'm going to be okay and I'm going to make it work. I didn't have any proof necessarily that it was going to work out, but I decided this is not the end of my story. And so I kept going and I kept showing up, even when it felt like nothing was working and no one was listening. That is lesson number two. I showed up so many times where my story views were low or my post flopped. I mean, I remember having a post in the very beginning that got like four likes. And all I could think was like, man, that was such a good post. I'm so sad only four people actually got it. Like, what a loss. What a loss for you that you're not getting this post because it was a really damn good post. So I kept going, even when it felt like nothing was working. I didn't hide under my blanket. I didn't ghost my audience. I was so fucking consistent with my Instagram stories. I was pitching and selling every day. I remember launching Sold Out Offer Suite, and I think only two people bought it. Everyone else came from the VIP pass or from existing clients who were in the mastermind. I mean, no, two people, yeah, two or three people bought it. And that was it. Compare that fast forward to now. I sold sold out Offer Suite and I think it brought 35 people into my world. Not only into sold out Offer Suite, but like into my mastermind or into my one-on-one world. Like people hired me one-on-one because they wanted to expand their Offer Suite. My Offer Suite launched now a year later. Okay. Last year, same time, three people bought it. 
This time, this year, it's $1,000 more. The price point is way higher. And I think this launch brought in, my guess is around $250,000. Okay, so I kept going when it felt like nothing was working. So if you feel like in your business right now or on social media right now, no one's watching, nothing is working, don't give up. Those are the moments where you need to follow through and keep showing up because those are the moments where people are watching and they may not be buying, but those are the moments where you prepare them to buy in two, three, five, or four, six months time. Those are the moments where you are nurturing. And yes, you may not have the instant gratification of like, oh, I posted and I got a sale. But those are the moments that actually truly matter when building your business to keep showing up so that then in three or four months from now, people are buying. So keep going, even if it feels like nothing is working. I also had lesson number three, how I made this big change from like lowest income month, 9K, not a single new sale to like highest income month, 350K in 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 January 2023. I had a rock solid understanding on strategy and how to build my business foundation. One of the most crucial things in your business, like strategically, is how am I building my brand and how am I selling new offers to bring new people in? But then also, second, is how do I keep the clients? How do I keep serving them? How do I build an environment where I get to control how money comes in to my business and where I can intentionally direct the flow of cash. And this is so, so, so freaking important. The strategic foundation is your social media skills, your ability to attract new and sign new clients, and your ability to monetize your existing client base. Like these three skills are non-negotiable. This is why my business could take off strategically why my business could take off the way it did was because I had these three skills down already. And I teach these three skills inside my social media program. So like Addictive Caption Blueprint or Six Figure Stories, those are like social media skills. Inside CTS, Content That Sells, this is why I keep attracting and building a really hot audience of people who are ready to buy. They don't just come for like free stuff, free tips and so on. They actually are buyers. Like I attract clients, paying clients with my content because I have the sales skills that I teach in CTS and sold out offer suite. Those three or four programs really truly are the strategic foundation of my business. It's not magic. It's not rocket science. It's a really rock solid offer suite, like understanding how, like the things that you're selling and how you're selling them, understanding sales and how to bring in new clients and social media, because social media is your bread and butter. Like this is what you do every single day. You're on social media to build your business and your personal brand, right? So having that rock solid foundation and really understanding or seeing I get to trust myself with this building business building process. I get to trust that what I'm doing is going to work out in my favor because I know I've got these skills pat, down pat. There is no not there was never a shred of doubt for me that I will be making this successful. Yes, I may be going through a slump right now. That slump doesn't mean anything because I can trust the skills that I have. I was never once without support. In the beginning 
of the year 2022, I had two big mastermind containers. One was for the inner work and one was more for like the business building strategy and so on. Both of those containers were really helpful. The people I met inside, the coaches I worked with, they have given me support when my private life was throwing me one curveball at a time. They helped me process the things that I was experiencing, especially the one with the inner work. They helped me process the things that I was experiencing that gave me a lot of feels. And my my energetics mastermind, like it helped me not get stuck in those feels. That was true coaching. And the other mastermind was more like mentorship, like for the strategic support, right? So I was never once without a support. And also I was coming out of that income dip And I still decided to hire a coach one-on-one on on top of the two masterminds that were finishing shortly after in like May, June, like two, three months later. Only I was hiring a one-on-one coach to help me heal specific things that I identified. And this is lesson number five. I identified specific reasons why my business had less profitability or less sales or less oomph, less success than it should have. I realized in one of the masterminds that I had some massive confidence issues. I had some massive negative self-talk that needed to go. I really needed to claim just how freaking good I am at building businesses. I could see that in the strategic mastermind that was really business focused. I was in there with 17 other coaches, all of which built multiple six-figure, seven-figure businesses. And I listened in on these conversations and I put these people on a pedestal. But throughout the course of the mastermind, I was consistently reflected that I am really damn good at this. I am really damn good at this and I was not claiming that greatness. I was not claiming how skilled I am at building businesses and I was not claiming how good I am at communication and messaging. I thought I was only good at content, but it turned out I had all these skills where I would show up and I'd be like apologetic about them and I wouldn't be selling the way I wanted to and I wasn't claiming my skills. It's like Simone Biles showing up to the rink being like, yeah, I guess I'm not bad at tumbling. What? Are you kidding me? You're freaking amazing. Well, I guess maybe, but look at all these other people. Look at Nastia Luke and look at Gabby Douglas. Look at all these other people who are so great too and getting intimidated by that. That was me in that mastermind. I was looking around at all these other coaches and I thought because they were making more money than me because they were upper six figures or seven figures, their businesses, that they were better than me and I should be like, I made myself small internally and I had to heal those confidence leaks, this is why I hired my one-on-one coach. I was like, look, listen, like, I know what I need to embody here and I know what I need to heal. I need to claim my greatness. And I put in that work and that effort and it just completely changed the game for me. So this is lesson number five. I recognized where my leaks were. It wasn't the strategy. It wasn't the content. It wasn't the pitching and selling. I know how to pitch and sell. I know how to build a business. But I needed to stop showing up being like, yeah, I guess I can teach you this. It's going to be okay. And the moment I stepped into this big, empowered vision that 
other people were already seeing me in. But the moment I claimed that, oh my God, things went through the roof. Like everything that I teach, for example, Inside Magnetic AF, my, my, my thought leadership program is the essence of the journey that I had to go through last year. Stop making myself small, claiming who I am and what I know, claiming my own personal power, letting go of these like narratives that other people are better, like stop putting people, other people on a pedestal and actually acknowledging the things and being unapologetic about who I am and what I'm really, really good at. And the moment I had this inner shift is the moment when my income, boom, jumped right back to 20 to 30k cash month and like 40k sales month. And then it was a matter of sustaining that confidence, not letting every little crisis make me wobble and topple, right? Not letting every minor thing be a tripping stone in my journey. So as I was sustaining that, I had a couple other mindset shifts that contributed as well that were always feeding into this narrative of like, oh my God, things are going to come crashing down or like I'm good, but not that good. Right. So it was a continuous work of like releasing all of these things that were making me small. So I intentionally observed what was going on in my business and I intentionally hired someone to help me embody very specific skills and things that I needed that were creating energy leaks in my business. And I plugged those energy leaks. I often was struggling with following through all the way to the end of my launches or all the way until the end of the month because I was too tired from my own negative self-talk and my own inner critic being like, oh, but are you bragging? Are you showing off? Will people judge you? I needed to release that so that I had the energy to follow all the way through the end of the month in playfulness. This is what unlocked 50k month cash months in my business and 70 to 80k sales months in my business. And lesson number six, we're starting to get to these higher income months. Lesson number six is that I prioritize long-term success over short-term wins. So I was willing to take in lower income months during the month or periods where I was building something, for example, my passive digital products, I was okay having lower income month those months to build something bigger. Same thing in January. I had a 350k sales month, but I was okay having a lower cash month by selling higher priced long-term containers on long-term payment plans. So for example, my VIP pass. It was not the highest cash month I ever had, but by far the highest sales month because I was like, I want that long-term recurring income. So in January alone, I built over $20,000 in recurring payment plans for all the way until January 2024, every single month. Because I was like, okay, I know that I need to build on those months where I have space, where I have energy, because one of the big things that happened in the past 
was, and this is lesson number seven, when my private life gets really, really busy because I'm home with the kids and they're sick or we don't have child support or we're on summer break. Anyways, when something affects my capacity in my business and my mental space and it takes away the few hours that I only work anyways, then things would always come crumbling down. One of the main reasons I had such a big income dip in February and March of 2022 was simply because we lost child support or like childcare for our daughter, baby E. I keep calling her baby. She's not a baby anymore. And I was home 24-7 being mommy for like six months already since November. And in January and February, March, I just couldn't anymore. I was mentally burnt out. I had to turn away clients. I had to turn away people who wanted to hire me one-on-one. I had to turn away clients. And that is what caused my big income dip because I didn't have the space and the capacity. So lesson number seven is I took radical responsibility for recurring challenges and I fixed them. Recurring challenges for me looked like being called to 24-7 mommy duty And that always crumbled my business a little bit. It always affected it. So I was like, okay, well, what needs to happen in my business? It's not a problem that it happens, but what needs to happen in my business so it doesn't cause a crash and burn situation every time I am called to be 24-7 mommy duty? And what other things are happening in my business that create recurring issues? For me... I was always extremely good at converting my existing audience. What I wasn't so good at or what I didn't want to put my energy into, what cost me a lot more energy is growing my audience. I have very little interest in going viral because virality, you can't really control it. It, You're kind of like set up to chance. So I don't really produce content for virality because I don't really want to go viral. I rather want to have a really hot, really targeted audience. And I want all the posts, if I make the effort to post to my feed, then I want that post to like feed into my offers. So my audience was always very, my audience growth was always relatively slow. Five people here, 10 people there, never more than 20 people per post that were coming in. And since I wasn't posting every day, my audience growth was relatively slow, like 50 to 100 people per month. So I was like looking at my business again, lesson number seven, taking radical responsibility and fixing the things that are recurring issues. I was looking at my business and I was seeing that I didn't want to post more than that because I have limited capacity I was seeing that audience growth is a recurring topic, like I need more fresh faces in my audience. So I looked around and I was like, okay, well, what are what is the thing that I could be doing to accelerate audience growth, but make it targeted, and I don't want to be posting more? And luckily, the answer for both of my cha- recurring challenges were passive digital product because the ads are targeted. It's targeted virality. The people who join my email list are qualified buyers only. It's not random people, not freebie seekers. Those people have already spent money in my business. And also, it was growing my audience on autopilot with people who are at least the right fit because that's what ads do, right? You set up certain criteria and the ads get shown to people who match that criteria. And if you even include the criteria in your ad copy, it's even more targeted. Someone who has a product business isn't gonna 
follow you if your ad copy starts with like, coaches and course creators, listen up, right? So passive digital products were my response to not blaming my life for getting in the way, but looking at my business and and asking myself, okay, well, I have this recurring topic here, a recurring challenge, audience growth, and when my private life gets busy, things fall apart. What changes do I need to make as the business owner in my business to plug these leaks, to fix those recurring challenges? So I created, I built out my passive digital product. I didn't bother that, okay, well, that means I don't have time nor energy to launch something big. This got to be my priority. So I made that my priority in March and April. I created my passive digital products. And the moment I set up the ads, we were profitable. So I was like, okay, so March is still going to be a lower income month. And I'm going to be okay with that because what I'm building ensures long-term growth and success. Now, February, 2023, what happened? Okay, our au pair is leaving us. We don't have someone to start right away the same day when she's going. There's going to be a time period in between. I'm going to be 24-7 mommying for like two weeks. I was sick. I was tired. I really just wanted to arrive back after our travels from Brazil. So what I recognized was like, oh, what I built in 2022 is supporting me now exactly in the moment where I need it. February 2023, we're making a lot of cash sales through our passive digital products, which gives me that space to like breathe. My energy ebbs and flows as well. So what I built back then is serving me today. And that was exactly the intention, prioritizing long-term success over short-term cash wins. And then lesson number eight, I just consistently stepped up my coaching game. I have people who renewed the mastermind for the third round now. I have people who joined the mastermind and within two weeks, they decided, you know what? I don't just don't want to have my spot for six months. I want to have my spot for the next 12 months, right? I have one-on-one clients who told me, I want six, I, I, I need, a, I want at least six more months with you or 12 more months. Let me think about it. And they come back and they decided, you know what? Your coaching is so good. I love the support that you're giving me. I'm going to renew for 12 more months. And then after two months into those 12 months, they messaged me and they're like, you know what? Can I already lock in the second year too? Because I feel like I just don't want to, like, I feel like I've arrived with you. You are my forever coach. Like you're growing. There's always more that I can embody from you. And why break something that is working so well for me? Right. And I consistently step up my personal power and my coaching game for that exact reason. Because you can't hold high level clients if you stop growing. And this is also what lesson number nine comes to. Like, I'm not just resting on my wins. I'm not just going like, oh, I've got a 50K month now. Cool. I don't, I, obviously, it's working, so I don't need a coach anymore. Or I don't need to, like, do things. No, I'm currently enrolled with my one-on-one coach for an entire year. I have signed up for a coaching Ausbildung. It's like an official training with certification and everything here in Germany for that is one year long, where one year, every single week, I have calls only practicing how to coach people even more powerfully. 
I am consistently invested in my own personal growth, in my own personal development, in stepping up the skills to support my clients on a higher level, more quickly, more potently, really being on track with my own personal development. And not just resting, being like, well, I guess I figured out business, so I'm making money that's good enough. Goodbye, coaches. Goodbye, personal development. Goodbye, training. No, I'm consistently working on being the best version of myself, having the highest level of skills, continuously growing, because that gives me a lot of joy. I don't like to just stand still. And also... It gives my clients to something to aspire to, to continue or want to continue working with me. So I don't just get like lazy and entitled being like, well, people got to be paying me a lot now because I make a lot of money. No, I invest in my own personal growth and my own personal development and my own coaching skills. And that is what raises the bar for my clients to like rise up and keep working with me. And the last and one of the most important lessons that I can only, like, really, like, I, if I could hand that lesson physically, reach it through this microphone and place it in your heart, your mind, your soul, and, like, really see it embodied, stop negotiating on your goals and your desires. Stop compromising. If pathway number A doesn't work, then you're going to try B, C, D, E, F, and G, and H, and then maybe I, until you get to a place where it's freaking working. Stop giving up so fast. This is something I learned so quickly when I was a young adult. I was like, when I was talking to my parents, I knew I could push for pretty much anything if I could find a way to argue my case. So I became masterful at finding solutions and trying different pathways until I could get what I want. When I was 13, I convinced my parents to let me go to Hungary, live with a family they didn't know and have never met to this date, because I wanted to be part of a musical. I went to the casting. I got cast. I was like, I want to go to Hungary. They were like, but you don't speak the language. I was like, I will learn the language. You don't have a place to stay. I was like, I found a place to stay with one of the other girls there. Her parents are Hungarian. They live in Budapest. Like, they take in the other young artists and we take her in. She was playing the flute. And I was like, I've already talked to the director of the casting. I've talked to the family. We've matched. Like, we like each other. Like, I have this all planned out and sorted. So with just 13 years, I left home for a month to go live in Hungary. And I did this multiple times. I And I skipped these months in school. I studied on my own. I went to school in Hungary, didn't understand a thing. But who cares? Like, I studied on my own. I made it freaking work. When I was 16, I did the same thing. I was like, my parents told me like, oh, all our friends' kids are going to the US or Canada, you know, like it would be so nice for your English. And I was quite pride, proud. I was like, you don't just get to tell me that and quote unquote blame me for like not having that organized. Okay, I'll find a way. I'll go to the US. I'll work on my English. No problem. They're like, but you're so close to graduation. You know, the last two years are so important. We are not sure that's a good idea. I was like, no, 
You don't get to tell me that and then like just be like, well, you missed that opportunity. I'm going to make that. I'm going to find a way. Within three weeks, I found a spot. I talked to my director and I bought the flight tickets with my parents' credit card. And I just told my parents, I was like, look, I got it all sorted out. I'm skipping the year. My half year grades are going to be used as my final grades for this year. Whatever subjects I'm continuing until like college, I will study them there on my own. I found a person that will take me in. Yes, you don't know her, but I think it's legit. This is what I did to make sure that I'm safe. I've already looked into flight tickets. I've already looked for mobile phone cards. This is what I need. Health insurance wise, here are the things. I've sorted it all out. All I need is your permission now. And there I went. There I went. I found a way to make things happen. And this is the vibe and the energy I bring into my business. There is no such thing as an unsolvable problem. If it's not solvable for you right now, it just means you haven't been persistent enough. You haven't found the right solution. There's no such thing as a problem. There's only solutions. And sometimes you got to dig to find them. And this is something I am passing on to my children very intentionally. When my son can't find something, I tell him, you will find it if you look for it. You will always find a solution for what you want. I'm already a little bit scared of when they're going to be teenagers and they will find solutions for things that I did not anticipate. But it is such an important life skill. Like, I can't deal when I see clients and they let themselves be tripped up by like small things and I always help them shift the perspective. I'm like, okay, you're very focused on the problem right now. What other solutions have you thought about? And then usually they come up with one or two and I'm like, okay, what other solutions, what other options do you have? Together, we find a different pathway until we find one that feels aligned, that feels good, that feels right for them. And what it creates for them is that confidence that they can handle everything. They can handle everything. They will lead themselves through everything and they're going to be okay. And it builds their confidence and their self-worth and it affects every aspect of their life. Every aspect of their life, the ability, the resourcefulness to find solutions, whether that is an investment for the coach you want to hire, the program you want to buy, you got to practice being resourceful and finding whatever solution you can get your hands on. If it looks like a dead end, then don't give up. Try all the other alleys as well. See if there is a door, see if there is a window, see if there is a little rat hole for which you can crawl and yeah, it may be uncomfortable for a moment, but there is the other side, right? So if you really want to get to the other side, you've got to start being resourceful. So if I had to summarize my million bucks in a year, 900 and I think $15,000 with about uh, 200 posts, one year on a brand new Instagram, I took only 100 people from my existing audience with me to the next one. This is what it really comes down to. Stop settling. Stop compromising on your long-term goals. Don't think about the short-term. Think about what you can build that will serve you long-term. Get rock solid in your strategy. And please, by all means, take radical responsibility for the things that aren't working right now. Don't make them mean anything about your success. It does not. It does not. And get yourself the support 
that you need and that you desire and don't compromise there as well. Anything you want is within reach. Within reach. And you're going to get there more quickly than you thought ever thought you would. But you've got to stop compromising. You've got to go all in on what you want. Content loungers, listen up. This is your chance to ditch the hustle and take a massive leap in your business and your income. This month, one of you guys is going to work with me one-on-one and together we will create a content strategy that turns you into a client and money magnet without working more. This is valued at over $2,000. And to get in on this, simply leave me a five-star review, take a screenshot and DM it to me on Instagram. Wishing you all massive success in your business. See you next week. And until then, Sit back, relax, and let your content do the work for you.